He's absolutely useless, is Al. I, I he just is. don't understand why we keep him around, to be honest. One job. One job to press fucking record. What do I need <laughs> to be live trained in? Zoom. His life. <laughs> what is that? Zoom organising yourself. Need a Zoom. Okay. C-W-N-E. C-W-N-E. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, welcome to the live pub wireless podcast. I said live, we're not live. Where the beer flows fast, free and frictionless. That's Alan's fault again. Today we're joined by a special guest, Helga. We're talking about WinFi, robots and coding. I'm your host, Dan Jones. I'm joined by Ryan Dodds, Christian Roberts, and he plays with his tool in the window, Mr. Alan Blake. The people have only really known how long it how many takes it took just to uh, get to that point. And it wasn't me this time, can I just say. To be, to be fair, um, though, at least we didn't get two hours into the podcast and realise that we hadn't actually recorded any of it. <laughs> it was actually a waste of time. Did this happen? Oh, this, this has week. happened on more than one. <laughs> more than one occasion, Helga. That's, that's why this is episode 23 but we've actually only ever released, like, 17. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, something like that. We recorded and released 23. We probably recorded about 33. Even more, honestly, mate. Yeah, we're we're all over the place. I think we we recorded episode 20 about four different times. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to hear the outtakes of this. Uh, well, you've only listened to some of them. You'll get to, you'll get to experience it live. <laughs> uh, How are you, Helga? Welcome. Are you, are you good? I'm fine, yeah. Thanks for asking. How are you? Well, my head hurts a little bit off Al, but you know, we're getting there. Good so, talk. How, how are you, how are you uh, recovering from your back accident? I think it were about a year ago now, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> good memory. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm fine. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for asking. I'm okay. Good. We're not. We're not laughing at the fact that you had an accident. It's just that we asked this question earlier and <laughs> reminded us that it was a year ago, which is why Christian sounded like he was uh, pretty intelligent. Yeah, what he was talking about. So we weren't uh, interested at the in fact summer. that he had an accident. Just wanted to make that clear. <laughs> well, welcome everyone to the pub tonight. Uh, Alan, let's start with you. What, what are you drinking this evening? I'm drinking a classic. It's coming back. Can you guess what it is? We've had it on the but show come. before. Yes! <laughs> it's <laughs> back come. It's back come. Woo! Gorham IPA. Yeah. Do you like butt come, Helga? Do you like butt come? IPA. I saw proper all, I saw proper all alcohol. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a grown up. 99%. <laughs> I have no idea what oh. it is. But is it beer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, it's it's a good beer as well. To be fair, it's local to me. But I, I think I say this every but, single but time com, we mention but it. Comes local. Yep, local <laughs> to me. There's a gallon. There's gallons of it pouring out of Dan. <laughs> Brilliant! It's descended already. We're only we're only three in a, minutes in. In a jar on your desk. <laughs> Ryan. I noticed you've taken a sip of coffee. I'm assuming that's not the only drink you've got. It isn't. Um, I have some Disarano and Coke tonight. Uh, is, that the one that, is that the one that tastes like um, Battenberg? Yeah. Yeah, that's what, what I love. 
That's pretty clever, though, to make a drink just taste like Battenberg cake. Tremendous. Yeah, like what? Tremendous. Excuse me, like what? Battenberg. Have you have you ever ah. had Battenberg? No. Marzipan. Marzipan. Ah, okay. Oh, my God, Almonds. you are drinking this. Well, I'm not oh, drinking marzipan. He does. He puts it in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> Just shake. <laughs> Just blend it in. Love it. Like a protein so, shake. But, but you've you got coffee as well, Ryan. Is that to keep I'll, you going? Yeah, I've got a I've got a long night, so I've got some work to do after this as well. Is that like a poor oh. man's Red Bull and vodka? He's got a coffee and Serrano <laughs> <laughs> and Coke. Poor <laughs> man's ten pound a bottle. That Serrano, you know, it's not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite cheap for a spirit. That I don't know. I'd buy it if I knew. Well, to be fair, you drink Sputnik vodka from the local co-op at three pound forty nine a bottle. Actually, I don't. <laughs> yes, you do. That's it's co-op's own, and it's, it's £13 a bottle. It's what? Co-op's own, and it's £13 a bottle. More expensive than your Disarono, as you say. What does it say? Bowl? A bowl? What is this? A litre, or what? £13 a bowl? Uh, th- £13 uh, in money. Yeah, a, but... Yeah, but did you say a bottle? A bottle, yeah. Ah, yeah, how, sorry. How I say it? Bottle. See? Bottle. <laughs> Have you understood the, the, the man that not, is not a native English speaker struggles to understand the man from Yorkshire? There's a shot. Sorry, Ryan, what, mate? What? <laughs> uh, what did you say? <laughs> Helga, do you want us to translate what Ryan just said? Uh, what Ryan just said, yeah, someone didn't understand the other one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> someone yeah, from Yorkshire didn't understand the native English speaking guy. Something. That's right. Exactly. I did not understand Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> we always struggle. We always struggle. Uh Helga, what are you drinking this evening? Oh my god. I'm so ashamed. Tea. Just a tea. <sighs> yeah. tea. Is it is it Yorkshire tea? No, no, no. That's no. Uh, ooh, ooh. It's, uh... been nice having you on, Helga. <laughs> <laughs> Pe- peppermint tea. Peppermint tea? Yeah, it's, I not, have... it's, it's a fancy tea as well. It's not even just a like a builder's tea. Well, like, I had nothing else. <laughs> that's like your equivalent in wine, isn't it, Dan? Like your shatty house nerf de pop is the equivalent to peppermint tea. I've actually got a 2013 Rioja tonight. Oh, it's wow. Nice. Yes. Quite the concept. Very cultured is, Dan. He's very cultured. It's my wife. I just, I just drink it because it's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I I do I do like wine. Red wine's red red wine is a favorite. You like to wine as well. I like to, to <laughs> wine. <laughs> Christian, what are you drinking tonight? I can see the top of a bottle there. So yeah, I've got some Schmernoff vodka and cock. They're on the offer what? at the co-op. What did you call it? Schmernoff. That's how you say Sch- it in, Sch- in, in, in the native language of uh Russia. And I've also got a <laughs> bottle of uh, Hobgoblin IPA. Hobgoblin? So that's, that's nice um, stuff. yeah, it is. And um, a, York, a Yorkshire drink, a local drink uh, uh, called Velo, named after the French bike. It must um, taste absolutely shit, that. It's uh, it's a black sheep brewery IPA. No, no, well, not IPA, YPA, Yorkshire Pale you... Ale. <laughs> 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 that could be a thing, you know. 
to actually just change it, the name. We had an, a, a, we had a APA, didn't we? Remember that drink? American, American Pale Ale. Pale Ale. Yeah. yeah. So you got Indian Pale Ale. So we could have Yorkshire Pale Ale, Newcastle Pale Ale, NPA. We could have a Somerset Pale Ale, SPA. No. Cider, it's called, cool, no. mate. Or we could have a Cider Pale Ale. <laughs> I mean, you get pear-flavoured cider, which is bonkers, right? Yeah. I, it's The red fruit cider is the one I don't get, like the berry cider. They started putting rum in cider. What? <laughs> Have you not seen that? They've got like Kraken and <laughs> whatever your favourite cider brand surely then, surely then it stops being cider if you put rum in it. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I don't make it. <laughs> Fair play. What are they trying what to are do? You drinking, like, Dan? Infuse it. I've already said exactly. what I'm drinking. I'm drinking a 2013 <laughs> oh, yeah. Rioja. Hello. What, what, what's what's the taste like? What's the come on? Describe let it me, to us. Let me. I don't. You won't be able to hear me smelling it. The... <laughs> Sniffed. It, yeah. It tastes of wild. Red. <laughs> this smell oaky and taste. You know, like um, chocolate berries um, fermented in no, a fragrant actually, summer meadow. I'm not actually, I'm not actually going to do it because you guys will just take the mix. So, because no, we won't. We won't. It's not a real thing. It's just people standing around going, "Oh yeah, it tastes a bit like earth." <laughs> Someone's yeah. dropped the grape. The, we, the grape on the floor. Take, we wouldn't take the piston. An after, we wouldn't. An afterton of lizard. Go on, Dan. <laughs> if of you lizard. just give it a go, go on. Impress Helga because he probably doesn't know much about wine, do you, Helg? Probably more than you'd think. Oh, okay. I, I, I worked oh, for many years in Spain <laughs> in a restaurant. Ah, there you okay. go. And it's called Rioja, not Rioja, by the way. Yeah. If I do the accent, they they definitely rip into me. I did it once with, go on, Dan. Go on, with Dan. Chateau Neuf de Pap, and they were like, go on, Dan. uh, Putting on a French no, accent. You, you did it while there were some French Canadians on the on the <laughs> Zoom with us, and I think you literally destroyed the pronunciation by going "oh, shut on nifty pap." Shut on nifty poop. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Um, Come on. <laughs> no, Come on. You get the best Spanish accent and describe hey, what. Do, do they? Do you have? Do you have? German wine? I don't think I've ever had German wine. Iceland, is it? Uh, actually, we have, yes. Germany has wine, but don't ask me if it's good or not. Right. Uh, I have no you idea. Haven't, you haven't even tried it. <laughs> no, Black I tried it, but wine. I don't know if it's good or not. I'm not that wrong. That's fair. I drink wine, but I don't know if it's good. Okay. <laughs> I just know <laughs> if it works or not. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need to know. That's exactly what I used to do in my teenage years. My mum did had some home brewed wine, and it was so bad that I used to be sat in the kitchen on my computer, and it exploded behind me. And I thought I'd been shocked with just a pool of red around me. But um, she would, <laughs> she used to go, and, <laughs> she used to go and hold it. So we used to get like twelve bottles in a bag and go to woods and go camping. In and, a bag, uh, absolutely hammered on this uh, horrible wine. It tasted like trees, um, <laughs> and while I was doing it, I, I had a video camera and I actually invented the selfie. A little known fact, but I was the first ever person to take a selfie back in, I think it was about 2015. <laughs> in fact, no, 
well after that, 2009, 10. Given the fact that you've just said that your mum used to make our own homebrew wine, given the fact that she's <laughs> also from Yorkshire. We, we, you can grow grapes in Yorkshire. There's some very famous breweries in Yorkshire. Did you just say that there's some famous breweries that make wine? Not yeah, vineyards. Keeper. The breweries and vineyards, it doesn't really matter. I thought a brewery was somewhere that kind yeah. of brewed beer, not wine. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we, talk, should we talk about something that you might be more confident in, Christian? I was going to say, fine. yeah. So, Alan, Ryan, Christian, do you... You all use Windows, don't you? Absolutely. Christian, do you use I, Windows? I, I do, but I need to remind you that I don't do Wi-Fi. <laughs> but on my, on my Windows machine that I never open, I, I do have a certain tool installed. Okay. And Alan, do you use Windows? Not really. I do, but not really. I'm, okay. I'm explaining myself clearly. I do, but I don't really. Right. Okay. So just you pretend to use Windows. I have a virtual instance of it on my Mac. Right. Uh, on your on your Mac. <laughs> on my Mac. Oh my God. It's so amazing. <laughs> I don't have it on an M1 because you can't, as you know. Oh, you are outdated already. Yeah, I was outdated 10 years ago, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what, when you were 40? <laughs> oh, <laughs> cheap shot. Loved it. Loved oh, sorry, it. 41. Okay, so, so, okay, I'm sorry, I, I literally haven't touched a Windows machine in 20 years, so I, I have never, I have never used WinFi, um, but I've seen it a lot. It looks, it looks great, but I'm probably going to have to hand over to Ryan here because I know he actually does use it quite a lot. <laughs> He's one of my best users, my most, how you say, loyal users. Well, I'm probably doing an injustice. Um, why don't you give us an intro of WinFi, Helga, and uh, I might, I might dive in with how I use it and what I use it for. An intro to WinFi. I never did this. Oh my god! <laughs> well, let me open. Well, my if you want, we page. can record this. And you can <laughs> <laughs> let me open my web page to. Because I have <laughs> some nice English text here from someone. Why do you do it in German <laughs> for all our German listeners that we have? Clearly, we've got three, uh, four now if you include German. I think we have one CWNE in Germany. That's or Mark, two? is no, it? You've, you've got more than that, surely. Oh, sorry, in the east, we have only one. That's true. In East Germany. What you still have in East Germany these days? I thought that wall was demolished. You were there. Not, you not on the map. Not on the map, but it still exists. Believe me. Those Easterners. Is that still a thing <laughs> then in Germany that it's classified yeah, as uh, you're in East German and you're a It's West just German, a direction. Like, you're a southerner. <laughs> no, there's, there's still a separation. There's still a separation. Not a physical one, but. Is there? Wow. Yeah, but that's a topic for another podcast, I believe. Yeah, well, that's if you want I mean, to come back. We'll bold it on the end of this one if we can yeah. keep drive with material. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll WinFi. Talk, we'll talk political. Yeah. Okay, let me talk about WinFi. WinFi is an application for Windows, as you already guessed, and it runs on every Windows Windows 10 machine. It runs with any Wi-Fi adapter, so there's no 
there are no limitations or something. And it does it a little bit different than other Wi-Fi analyzer or scanners. It doesn't use uh, a monitor mode. It doesn't put the adapter into monitor mode to get its information. It gets it, its information from other sources. And this... You, you, you say other sources. What? <laughs> are you, is that your secret source? Are you not, are you no, not, it's, not, it's not secret, but it's boring to speak about this. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not, <laughs> it's not secret. But the key is I don't need a, a Wi-Fi adapter, which I'm able to put into monitor mode because that's nice. a big problem under Windows. And yeah, that's one of the key features of WinFi. That's also just, one of its... Yeah, go on. Sorry, just, just a question. Like, If you don't put your adapter into monitor mode, there's you've got a feature where you can export packets. Do you, Are they the packets as they're received or do you almost reconstruct them with the information you've got? I reconstruct basically everything you see in the application. Okay. Nice. Yeah. But that took a lot of time. Instead of just capturing something, I mean, to basically decipher it and then recreate it in different formats. Well, if you if you if you do a normal capture into monitor mode, you also have to decode it, and you have to code this. You know, there's no I magic guess. tool which displays magically everything on the UI. You have to decode it. You have to code this, so it doesn't matter where the information is coming from. So the work is the same. Yeah. <clears throat> So, one, so that one would be the... why WinFi loads quite quickly. Then, um, it when that's one of the, the good things about it that sort of differentiates it from um, other tools, <clears throat> other scanning tools. Because once you click it, I'd see within a good five seconds, it's up online and scanning straight away on board. Then you have the old version. The new version needs just some milliseconds normally. Uh, I did update today. Oh. Yeah, then you have the prefetcher disabled. It has a feature to start in less than 10 milliseconds on every device. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did load it a lot quicker then. But that's that's just a trick. It's just preloaded into the memory. That's nothing. Ah. Nothing oh, it is. Magical. It's fast. It's slick. It's nice. You're unveiling the magic. You want to. You want. Don't say it's. It's not a trick. Just. Just say it's. It's amazing. You've. You spent hours. And <laughs> Some hours. And yeah. 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 That's. That's true. So yeah. you, you didn't start developing on Windows, though, did you? You've got some Android tools, which I think you've had for a, quite a few years now, haven't you? Um, do you want to just talk about the journey from Android to to Windows? Because the, sort of in the early days, um, it, it seemed like it were a bit of a, a, a quite a discovery and um, when you were finding out you could get this data out of the windows um operating system and, and build it in a way that's never been done before and um, so do, do you want to just talk about that journey a little bit and how you how you came about winfi just as a bit of a background well it started on windows actually not on android it started on windows okay. with, with another tool called uh wi-fi tool it was a uwp application some of this universal applications you can install on your Windows phone and on the desktop. This was the first Wi-Fi application or Wi-Fi scanner I made. But this suffered from, from a lot of information. There was not a lot of information available for this kind of applications. But on Windows, you can get this information since the first day with Wi-Fi. This information was always available. So I just I'm just the first person who using this. I don't know why no one else did it. I believe MetaGeek did it with Insider. It does it the same way. 
maybe not so detailed, but I'm pretty sure they're using the same way. Yeah, I think MetaGeek's uh, insiders, uh, well, I think it's it's grown into more of a pro tool recently, hasn't it? But to start with, it was more of a uh, amateur, if that's the right word, for sort of consumers and stuff like that to do Wi-Fi discovery. But WinFi is obviously uh, quite a detailed Wi-Fi analyzer, isn't it? I don't know how you would just... Ryan, how would you categorize WinFi? I'm not sure if it's an analyzer or a scanner. It's, it's both. Um, so... WinFi is probably one of the tools that I use. I do use Insider. Um, so the MetaGeek suite and and um, WinFi are my primary applications. So WinFi will always get fired up as soon as I get to site. And one of the, the benefits is something that you've had for quite some time, Helga, is the ability to have profiles. Um, so I've got a, a few different profiles set up with different views. Um, I've got one that uh, shows me basic information like supported data rates, um, channel utilization, um, if the AP supported station counts, QBSS loads. Um, and then I've got one that just shows me general information. Um, so I can sort of filter out through the crap, if you like, um, to get to what I'm actually trying to look for. Um, it, very quickly, you can see things um that may or may not be right in the um oh what the fuck are you doing is that what? you making that noise right yes no it is al <laughs> so <laughs> i'm just i could hear a ping clearly swallow messaging in the group and uh i was just figured i'm just gonna flood it and just hear the ping <laughs> ching to ching to ching to ching through the audio sorry i was just being you're the one that's got to edit this so just crack on it <laughs> leave it in leave it in <laughs> he's the one who's bringing the fun in it yeah exactly absolutely that's why they bring me here for the only reason <laughs> for nothing else piss around one of the good things is from uh from a, a basic view you can see uh, the minimum data rates um, so you can see straight away what's enabled and what's not um, and also the 80211 amendments um, so to give you a bit of um, bit of background I had a I had a wireless problem for a customer he asked me to come in he was having issues with his Wi-Fi scanners in his warehouse uh, I did a quick profile using the, the WLAMPI to find out what uh, channels the supported amendments and what I quickly discovered was that um, only one channel was usable in his entire network for his scanners because uh, his scanners were only configured to use Uniband 1 so that was fixed within 2 or 3 minutes just by loading up WinFi yeah <laughs> it was pretty good yeah I think WinFi is the so first tool you can open if you come to a site where you have problems to decide what happens or to see what happens. I believe the most problems, or I believe for the most problems, you don't need to monitor mode at all. You can see it with the beacon frame. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty um, convenient because you can use something like a Surface Go tablet, something like these very small Windows tablets and make a and make your work as a Wi-Fi engineer. That's awesome, you know? That's I mean, exactly the tool that I use as well. I do use a Surface Go. 
Oh, I didn't. Uh, that's why it takes five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be fair, I've said it. If, I've said it a few times. That that piece of kit is brilliant. That it's so small. Unless you're doing more than one thing. Well, no. To be honest, um, I can survey an Ekahel with it. Um, I can run Channelizer. I can do. <laughs> but you, you don't need to do more than one. On your on your website, you've got. Uh, like session recording. So what what is what does that mean? What does that what does that give you? Uh, at first, I want to say that my website is really old. Don't look at it. Oh, <laughs> it's not <sorry>. updated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to update this shit. This is so annoying to work for me. Well, uh, session recording. What you can do with the old WinFi with WinFi Lite, it you can record basically everything the application sees for fourteen days on your hard disk. And you have a nice timeline with a slider. You can go back and forward and all this stuff. But the application has to be on for this. So new Win5, Win5.2 has something like called background recording, session recording, and also with multiple devices at the same time. So you can mix the WLAN Pi with a USB NIC or with the internal NIC and create a really big file at the end where you can see everything. So imagine you have a problem with your Wi-Fi and when you start your program to fix it, it already happened, you know? Mm -hmm. And now with WinFi, you can set it to record always, even if it's not running. It's like a service, a Windows service. Nice. Yeah. So this basically recording everything. Also monitor roaming uh, statuses and all this stuff. So not only the Wi-Fi scans itself, also status of the network card itself. You mentioned then multiple devices is that multiple different types of devices you mentioned windows wireless lampi etc um can you do it on multiple windows devices almost as having agents installed on other devices or not uh, you can have as many devices as your device as your computer can handle it's all you are only limited by your memory or by your hard disk speed okay so but, but, but so can you say if i've if i'm doing a working for a customer who's got 20 windows devices could i install winfi on all the separate like an agent or something on all the separate devices and collect all of that data back to one no not yet but it's okay. a good idea <laughs> that's <laughs> that's it's uh, something like this is planned if i have a cloud service or something yeah 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 it yeah, doesn't yeah. make it's sense to make this locally yeah but i don't have that yet um, this is something maybe for version three you know. Yeah, nice. With multiple devices, I mean capture devices, you know. Network okay, cards, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Or, re- or remote devices like WLAN Pies or Linux boxes. You can remote capture Linux boxes, Linux machines Ooh. if you want. How are you, do- are you doing that over SSH? Yes. So you could do it using Macs? I can already. Ah, there we go. That's cool. This application also runs theoretically on Mac without any problems. There you go, see. But it is not going to happen. So. No, no, no. But, but as but... A, as an external capture device, yes, absolutely. This works already. So it has some kind of, you could call it a universal SSH remote capture feature. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. I didn't know that. That sounds exciting. Yeah, that's interesting because imagine you have a, um, you have a Windows machine and you have now this full Linux kernel 
a site mm -hmm. with Windows. So, mm -hmm. and if you know how to set up a USB pass-through, you can use any uh, Linux compatible capture card with WinFi on Windows. Nice. You, you understand with remote capture with SSH to the Linux installation mm -hmm. and to the, to the adapter on it. Okay, so that's that's how you support the Wildstorm Pi and the Jetson Nano and stuff like that. It's just because the Linux devices and you've got uh, exactly your software it's, runs on Linux. All right. It's all the same, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That sounds cool. So you, you could almost, you know, if, if you wanted to have a, a few Raspberry Pis in offices or something like that, or wireless LAN Pis and, and capture off them. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But again, cool. this is your your computer is a limited limiting factor here. So hard disk mostly and some so memory. So let's say you had a Surface Go. Would you be able to capture for more than one device? Well, I didn't. I did, no, I don't think this is going to work. Maybe two. Maybe two. <laughs> maybe two, but not more. No, it, it works. So Surface Go works fine with WLAN Pi and internal NIC. Oh, really? I didn't try that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I wasn't able to try another one purely on the basis it's only got, it's only got one USB port because I plugged the, um, the WLAN Pi in via USB. I, I sort of remember back in the early days of WinFi when, um, I, like people like Ryan and uh, Wi-Fi Nigel, sort of saw the potential of it. You, you, there was a Slack group, and you used to talk to us, and we used to offer feature requests. I think one that I requested was the MAC address aging bit that that was in there. I don't know if it's still in there, but it was really good. But I think that's that's one of the things that's made the tool what it is today. And I, I do remember sort of back then you talked about being able to collect data off other of machines and stuff like that. So it sounds like it's turned into the the Linux solution you've talked about it sounds sounds really powerful i'm probably gonna have to try that out i might have to turn my windows machine on i think we talked yeah i think we talked about something else also about collecting data from different windows machines over the management of that yeah uh, no about no this was different ah now i remember scanning at the same time on different windows machines in one network even if it's 100 computers or 1000 computers yeah. or something like this yeah I never sold this or implemented this, but it works. But I don't know if this is really a use case out. I think there definitely is. I think there's more and more use cases for people being able to, for, for network admins being able to see what clients are doing, especially, I guess, these days. Um, I mean, you, you've seen, obviously, MetaGeek's uh, deployed ramp out the home, but they've got the cloud solution for that. Um, but you could almost have a private instance of that on your VPNs, letting your clients scan through people's machines while they're working from home. Um, and then if they do log a ticket or anything like that, you can say, oh yeah, I can see exactly what's going on. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's like a WinFi dashboard. Yeah, it's, it's a lot like a, a seven signal mobile eye. Yeah, that I have a problem thing, with but... this because this would somehow interfere with my job, you know. Um, no. <laughs> I can't. Are you able to develop <laughs> everything? Your job is, Please? Are you able to see what your day job is? If I'm able to see or to say? To say. <laughs> if I'm able to say, yes, of course. I'm working for VMware, for Nianza, VeloCloud, VMware. So, no, wait. Nianza got purchased by VeloCloud and VeloCloud got purchased by VMware. So, and I'm a VMware supplier and I'm creating a, a cross-platform application for them. I don't know how much I can say. I can say how it's called. It's called Edge Network Intelligence. And this is somehow Wi-Fi related. I, 
I don't want to break my NDA. I have no idea what I'm able, what I'm allowed to, to say, you know? Don't, don't, don't say anything then. Just in case. All right, there's a web page on it, Helge. Um, this? There, there is a web page on it. Um, I oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that at VMware did this, actually. So it boasts a rich client experience, proactive remediation, fault detection, isolation, and remediation to address issues caused by WLAN, LAN, and wide net area network devices and security services, application assurance, assurance of over 3,000 applications with contextual performance indicators, and operational simplicity, scalable solution to address exponential growth in end user and IoT and auto discovery baselining. Does that sound this right? This podcast is sponsored by VMware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this yeah, this actually so- looks good. This sounds right. Is, it, is but that I- just the answer? Mm. Is, is that just a Nianza bit of. Yeah. No, this is oh. Nianza and VeloCloud part of it. But. Um, I just made a small part of this. I didn't make everything you just said. So this would be too much. I'm just <laughs> a guy who collects the data on the edge network. Well, on the end user devices like computers, smartphones, other devices. That's what I'm doing. Nice. I didn't know there's a web page online, really. <laughs> I had no yeah, idea. There's a picture of you in the corner as well. You hold up I don't... the box. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> You look, you look just like Max Headroom, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> so what just, version? just gone. What's what's say, what was what version of Winfire are we on right now? Um, so, well, on you, you are on two. So ordinary user mm-hmm. is on Winfire Lite, Winfire One, Winfire Two is not finished. I mean, it's finished, but I'm missing some small parts. I can't do right now because I don't have time. Also some legal parts I have to do, but- So you're doing everything yourself then off your own back in your own spare time. You're, you're fully developing this product yourself. Yes, exactly. So I'm doing everything. Well, I should do everything. Right now I'm doing nothing. I'm a little bit blocked by my job, but yes, I'm doing everything by my own webpage, legal stuff, everything is there any way that someone else can help you in terms of giving you the time or assistance or financial input that you may need is there any other vendors that have looked at this product and gone wow this so much potential that you've started so much already that they may well be able to buy it off you and and kind of continue on the development is that something you would ever give up or is that something that's kind of close to your heart and you do not want anyone else but you to develop and keep working on well i'm pretty proud of the application but i would totally sell it tomorrow if the price is okay <laughs> <laughs> that's just an application you know i can I'll, do something else I'll, 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 give do, you a I'll do the same i'd do the same for my wife trust me <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I, I mean i'm gonna give you you know a round of applause mate because to do that to, to build something yeah, of that thing. magnitude from scratch is pretty pretty immense um and and how long have you been working on this product for exactly uh, that's difficult to say because a lot of this what's inside this product i actually developed before for other tools i made for completely unrelated tools i'm of course really using a lot of stuff but i would say a year maybe 
like okay. normal working time, 40 hours a week, a year, probably. I don't know, something like that. So I'm going to go there in terms of this tool compared to other tools like acrylic, Wi-Fi Explorer on the Mac and everything else. Um, what is different about this tool for the Windows platform than say the other scanning tools or an analysis tools that are out there, in your opinion, that this gives the Windows user? It, it, can you kind of you know, explain that a little bit more detail in your own words? Yes, it's value. Imagine you have a, a tablet like Ryan and you try to run something like acrylic or Wi-Fi Explorer. That's just not possible. You know, it, it, may, it sounds like a silly thing to be able to run a, a software with touchscreen on a tablet, but this adds so much value to your, to your daily work. This is something you, you are going to pay for if you, if you want to have this. If you have one of these nice tablets like Surface Pro, I don't know what, or something, something else like these convertible laptops where you can detach the screen, then you will have this tool if you're a Wi-Fi engineer. No, this is a value you, what most people don't understand at the first moment. This is really, really, really important. So the accessibility. And, and, and also, WinFi is free, right? Right now it's free, yes, but this will change in the near future. WinFi 2 will have a free version, but of course limited. So there will be a paid version because I cannot continue without money. That's not possible. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Because what I already invested, it's I don't even want to know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you put a value on the time, your time? No, I pay I mean, also that, a lot of money. Itself. I look, I, I have to, for example, I paid a lot of money for software licenses, for obfuscator, for example, which protects my code from other people. This costs thousands of, of euros. Or for hardware, you know, computers, devices. No one yeah. is giving me this for free. So this so is a lot of money. What's your motivation to do this then? What is your, what drove you to create WinFi? I want your money. Well, you're not, you, you're not getting it right now. I'm a Mac yeah, user. But I, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't mean you in person. I mean, from the Windows Wi-Fi engineers, I will say I'm going to get some money and I see no problem at the end with this. There are a lot of people who are willing to pay for this work. If not, I wouldn't have done it. And so mm. three times this year, this free year, with Winfi Light, I actually use these people, you know, as guinea pigs, as testers, everything. I mean, more than 50% of the application is not for me. Ryan Dots, for example, suggested a lot of features. He helped me with decoding all this stuff on Christian and Nigel Bowden, for example. All these people helped me so much. You know, this is, I could, couldn't have done this. And, and these people, of course, don't pay for this application, but ultimately i want money of course yeah and you should be paid at the end of the day yeah. for you know your time your nothing skills, is free in the experience. internet you know it's, even if it's for free wow, youtube <laughs> youtube is yeah. right youtube's free no there's a paid version it's not free you, you, you youtube youtube is not free and you pay with your data they know everything about you they know what and you're your watching personality yeah they know what page you have been before you know on which really? page you yeah, it's, it's Google for crying out loud. <laughs> why is Alan why is Alan looking so worried? <laughs> oh my god, they know I've been searching for little mix videos. <laughs> for example. No, no nothing that Bieber, was Twitter. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> no, no, nothing is free. Nothing is free.
I was, I was just going to ask. So, so when is the when is the the paid for version coming? Because I I expect there are a lot of people out there who would want to pay you. Uh, yeah, it's already finished, but I cannot get legally. I cannot take the money from you legally at this moment. You know, I mean, I can take the money, but is is that like a company like a, like a setup deal. thing or please? Is it, is it like, like a, a... <laughs> shut up, Christian? Is it like a, a company setup thing? Like a yeah, a exactly, exactly, yeah. right, okay, exactly. Fine. So a lot of legal things. I have, I have to protect myself, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, yeah. we, we um, could because... have, we can post you some money because we're really good at sending things out in the mail. <laughs> 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 or I could take all your money for you and for a small fee transfer the rest <laughs> <laughs> to my bank account in Nigeria <laughs> I, I, I know a bank who deals in the offshore British islands like Jersey and Guernsey yeah let's talk later when we finish the <laughs> well, so problem is that sorry one thing the problem is I'm having here is that this is not going to be a small application this is going something to be distributed globally you know yeah, yeah, and on a big scale, and you cannot, you cannot um, screw up when you do this. You know, I want so, to. Do so, this. is is the the legal implications you talk about more about protecting yourself rather than making the sale? You know, making sure that it's copyright protected across the globe. People in China, for example, can't copy it. A lot. Of, this is a lot of different things. Um, number one, setting up the company, the right thing. It also costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to say it, but if, for example, if you want to create something in Germany, like I think it's called LLC in the UK, uh, limited yeah. company. So yeah. yeah, so you have to pay twenty five thousand euros just for nothing, you know. <laughs> I mean, twenty five thousand euros. Yes, yes, of course. What? It's a, yes, it's, I mean it's, it's called... free in the UK to. In fact, you pay something like fifteen but... quid to subscribe. No, 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 no. And you have to. House, right? have... That's no, in no, the UK, I... but in in Germany, it's twenty five thousand euros. Yeah, we call, because we don't have exactly LLC, you know, we have something similar. It's called GmbH. Uh, that's a society yeah. with GmbH. limited rights. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's um, and to to set it up, you need twenty five thousand euros. I mean, Jeez. normally you make this with different people and you share it, but I want to do it wow. alone, you know. So and hmm, I I'm going to do this if I'm ready, you know, not now, and maybe I'm not going to do it at the end. That's yeah. a lot of lot of complicated things. Also, some legal stuff. For example, with this Linux uh, subsystem, you know, I could totally uh, distribute my application with a 10 megabyte Linux distribution. Everything set up with USB pass through, so everyone just have to put the USB nick into the computer, into the Windows mm-hmm. computer, and you can use it with Kali Linux, for example. You understand? With all mm-hmm. these tools in WinFi, imagine this. But I cannot sell an application with a Linux um, distribution in it. That's not so easy, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different things I don't understand and I have to wait until someone explains me, you know, or is doing this for me. So, Helge, have you, have you heard of Brexit? You know, we're, no. leave, we're leaving the we're leaving the EU. If you if you set up your company in the UK, you could be probably about 30% of our GDP. Just by selling this <laughs> <laughs> you could be you could be the country's biggest software importer or exporter because you're in the UK. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this is going to be end. 
to end. <laughs> no, no, I don't think we. I don't think anyone yeah. does. Uh, so, <laughs> Helg, um, I just want to kind of mention that you probably need to update your website. Yeah, I need um, to. You are totally at right. At some point, and 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 it's quite. I find it. I'm just having a look in the background, and I kind of find it amusing that these you've got these industry voices reviews. You know, from Andrew Walden, you know, Rich Turner, some dude called Mac Dern um, from the Wi-Fi <laughs> Fairies. Dern. Dern. Wi-Fi Fairies. From the Wi-Fi Fairies, yeah. Uh, and a Matt Starling as well um, from the Starling. Wi-Fi Fairies. And then... Go I love this guy. I just find it funny that there's a guy at the end called Adrian who also gave you a positive review. Um, anyway, I thought that was quite <laughs> hilarious. So maybe you need to update your website. <laughs> I did spot somebody called Ryan on there, and his review goes something like, "Why, well, yeah, man, fantastic product." <laughs> hey, we aiming? You should make some audio reviews. Been this community for some time. Helk filled a gap. Thank you, Helk, for listening. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm putting on the Jordy uh, accent. That's when I'm a true. He, he's also on the web page. I totally forgot this. You, yeah, I, so I put it on the web page to put something on it. You know. That's the only reason. That's the reason Ryan ends up anywhere, invited to parties, you know, to get the numbers up. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, you've you've done a good job of making sure you haven't actually got Ryan's face on the (laughs) on the the website. That's 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 why we do a podcast, not a live stream. (laughs) Oh my god! Be quite a big face. Imagine how many how many Ryan. These are your friends. No, they're not friends. They're not friends. They're people that I know, and um, uh, yeah, spend a couple hours of my night with them. I want to say you something. Ryan was the only guy from this. I didn't want to talk about it, and I still do it. Ryan was the only guy from the whole community who backed me up from the first moment. It's because he's the only one who uses Windows. I'm joking. I. I, I... <laughs> No. I, I think it's a brilliant tool and I always have. Yeah. I just, I, if I use Windows he's more... So, um, he's an awesome guy. Definitely. Really. Uh, he, he is. I care how he looks. <laughs> I think yeah. it's needed. Definitely. Sounds, you can't have... <laughs> you, you, need ha- you need tools on multiple platforms. You can't just have you do. one I, I, I on, on one platform and, and not one on the other. I think you've done the right thing. And, Absolutely. And the reason why I think you've done the right thing is because you've been recognized for your innovation, Helga, right? You've been nominated for... 2021 innovation of the year finalists from the wi-fi awards so congratulations on that that nomination i, I think it's well deserved i think you're in a thank you i'm pretty it's well uh, overdue as well i think i think so i think you're in you know you're in good company um with the wl empire i don't know who that is personally who owns the <laughs> empire um you've got a no, well, with their hybrid workplace solutions contract tracing who cares right and echo how I analyze that. I mean, they're up for every award that's going these days, every year, let's be honest. And then you've got... <laughs> but many people AI are pissed now. Missed. Maybe have a chance. Maybe, but, but here's the thing. <laughs> what I find is that, um, you know, there, there was obviously a question that got put out on Twitter about, you know, what is your interpretation of innovation? And then everyone may have a different idea of what innovation actually is. But I think innovation pretty much is taking something and making it better or making it available and better on other products on other platforms in other areas where it's needed and i think that's exactly what you did so you know commend i, I have seen this gap say, some years ago before knew everyone any one of you 
And I still don't understand why the whole time no one filled this gap because it's not so difficult for a skilled developer, you know? That's the problem though. It requires a skilled developer. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but look, if you're a skilled developer, okay, and you see this, this is something you can make money. Okay, many, maybe you cannot live for the rest of your life with this product, but for some years you can make a lot of money, especially on Windows compared to Mac, for example, or Linux. Yeah, yeah. Because the market is so much bigger and you can target also non-Wi-Fi engineers with this, you know? Absolutely. Because there yeah, a lot of people who want program like this, even just for looking, you know? There are crazy people out. I, th I think if, you, if you've got the skill to be able to, to make something that can do what WinFi does, like, absolutely, you should, you should <laughs> really be working hard to monetize it. Because you're right, that the, the amount of people that you see asking for something like this, you know, kind of saying, you know, I, I need to know some information. How, how can I do it? The, the first thing, you know, first thing I ever say to anyone is Wi-Fi Explorer and WinFi. They're, they're the, they're the, they're the first tools that you should have, depending on what platform you're on. Those are the first tools you should have because it gives you a real quick oversight yeah. on, on what's happening. And I think that that, that tool is invaluable. And it's as powerful as you want it to be. You know, if you just want a quick overview, you've got the, yeah, yeah. the usual Wi-Fi scanning version of, you know, the channels you see and all that kind of stuff and, and spectrum. But if you want, you can go really deep and you can create, like Ryan's done and Ryan's talked about earlier, really deep, detailed views of different things. Um, and that that's that's powerful from somebody who's a bit of a novice or, you know, just a, a prosumer or a consumer to the experts. For, for a lot of people just being able to show them just being able to show people channels and being like you know make sure these don't overlap and, and just being able to visually show someone what's going on is a really is a really powerful thing and so you know you, you're earlier you're talking about you know there will be a you know a light version of version two it's um like e even if that is the only thing that you get in that light version like I, I it is the only the thing day. you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's great because yeah. because for those people, that's all they need. They yeah. just need to be able to see a visual representation of oh, that that's the channel I'm using, and I can see why I'm having a problem because it's you know massively congested, congested or whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so Helg, um, let's get your opinion on the Wi-Fi awards and change the topic a little bit. Let's talk about the Wi-Fi awards. What, what's your opinion on that? Are you kind of proud to be nominated or do you feel like some people I've spoken to have gone who cares what's your opinion oh my god you want an honest opinion yeah give it give us it straight Wes. and if I piss someone slack on some <laughs> uh, we, we piss people off all the time we're, yeah I was going to say we're, we're, <laughs> yeah. we'll take the hit we're, don't worry we're about the it okay. we are Number called one. the wireless okay. piss we, we, that's what it is <laughs> we, okay. we slagged off Eckerhow on our <laughs> first episode <laughs> okay uh, i tell you what i think um number one i'm of course proud i mean who isn't if you get nominated for something for an industry yeah, award yeah. but on the other side i know i'm just a filler you know i'm a space filler i know this exactly i cannot win that against wland pi for example that's not possible and i'm fit i find it also a little bit disturbing that i'm get nominated for the innovation of 20 21 if the application is from 2019 uh, I, I think 
I think you've got a lot of support and, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that this is overdue and a lot of the guys in the UK, we speak to the UK guys all the time, yeah. we, we sort of vote, vote for you and your product. I won't say everybody, but in the majority, a couple of times um, over the past couple of years. And it's it's something that's deserved. And I, I think it's people are finally using the application and, and especially with wireless LAMPI, like you've mentioned, because it can now use some of the features from wireless LAMPI, it becomes even more valuable. And it's, it's not an application from 2009. You've been continually developing it and building on it. So it's not it's not been stagnant, has it? So I, I, don't, I don't think it's... I don't think you're a filler or anything like that. It doesn't take a genius to work out. When you when you fire up the product and you navigate through it, you realize how slick this is. This isn't some sort of script kitty copy and paste. There's a lot of work gone into this and mm-hmm. it's really well built. I, I've genuinely it, it never crashes. It just works. And even even on your surface. Even on the surface. Even it's coded on surface device. Yeah, do you know what it is? It even, works. Even when you scratch the surface. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> but no, hey, you need something of some of these buttons, you know, sound buttons to make this. I've got I've got a soundboard, I might have that one. Let's have a look. Oh. I'm just looking at the categories actually and thinking you should have been in there probably for the product of the year as well, to be fair, because as a product, you stand out on its own. So, yeah, I believe it was last year. What? Oh, what? No, what was it last year? Product of the year, I believe. What do I you mean, mean you were nominated honest, before? It's about, it's about time. Yeah, right? last year was finalist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's oh, about time you? that we do get <laughs> yeah. some independent applications in these awards and categories and we start talking about them more because, quite frankly, you've got other vendors out there who are just inventing things and calling it innovation or they're just making uh, adjustments to their applications and cutting them in half and side portion them off and saying, oh, this is a new application, um, and then charging more money for it. It's not. And you've got uh, CWNEs who were Rookie of the Year, people who were nominated last year who were Rookie of the Year. That's poor. Really is. It's... Yeah, it does kind of make one question the ethos and logic behind the awards you are a rookie categories oh. well clearly i'm up for the rookie of the year next year clearly um because i've got a fighting <laughs> chance i mean I, I hope i hope one day that we get nominated for the uh content contribution i really do i want i want us all to be nominated individually because that's what they do for ninjas i want us to all go up against each other because oh, i think that's, that's kind of i think that's i i, I mean i can understand I can understand why they've done it, but I find it, I can't choose between the two of them because they're both brilliant and they come as a pair. That's, that's their platform. That's their yeah, image, is, yeah. that brand. Their they're brand. Wi-Fi ninjas. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's unfair. I think of the Wi-Fi awards, if you're listening, anyone to, you know, yeah, separate them out. And here's, yeah. and here's why I think it's unfair because you didn't put Ryle and um, uh, Francois together. You separated them because he was on his own last year, Francois, and he won. And rightly so, he's great. But then Roel was on his own this time, and it's unfair that you didn't put them together as part of the clear to send. Is it not? Because... Is it not by popular vote? No, I'm just. It, it is, but I'm talking about the fact that it, it's. I, I question the the logic behind the category itself in terms of contrib- con- content contribution contribution of the year the- should be 
the ninjas are there nominated individually yeah. yet collectively they're a pair but it, it should be them which i find unfair because together they make the contribution yeah but the example let's given, face it they're, they're separating out the clear to send boys yes the contribution should be awarded not to people yeah but I if think one so. of them wins over the other, we will absolutely rip them to shreds. Oh, and I cannot wait. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? Well, that, that, that's why. No but Mac. That's why it's a tough, it's a tough, tough, tough category because Peter McKenzie's in there, right? Ooh, yeah, yeah, you Peter cannot McKenzie. win. <laughs> so, so I'll be honest with you. What I've done, I've done the fairest thing. I've, I've all, I've literally gone, bloke, 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 bloke. Don't know about him. Mac. That's that's Matt Stalin, by the way. And um, I've gone for JJ. I've got, I'm voting JJ. I'm going to declare it now. I'm voting JJ. So sorry, Peter. Sorry, Mac. Sorry, um, Matt. And uh, sorry, Raoul. But I'm going to vote JJ. Um, to be fair, we, we did tell the ninjas that as soon as we saw the category. We said, Mac, Mac JJ. <laughs> Definitely JJ. Well, I, um, I voted for Mac because uh, I heard his dad sells Avon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a UK joke. Uh, yeah, nobody so, else in the US. So, so who we vote? So Avon's in the US. Who are we vote for for the rookie then? Yeah. Who's the rookie of the year? We got we got our our man Yamand. It's got a, it's, yeah. No, no, it's, it's it's got to be um, Peter McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> what for rookie of the year? Yeah, he asked if he could be my apprentice. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> tell you what, I've been carrying him for years. That guy, I tell you. <laughs> My back's was, getting sore. He owes a lot to you. He got his name from you, didn't he, Alan? Uh, he did? Yeah. yeah. It, what, what's, what's his name? What's his name? <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> what you <laughs> I'm waiting for the gag here, Ryan. What, don't what name did you give him, Peter? <laughs> I don't know. The wizard. You've got to pick between the ninjas. The wizard slave. Or the wizard. <laughs> the wizard slave. I mean, Peter hasn't even written a book by himself. He's always co-author. So that's how you define a rookie, isn't it? Lazy. <laughs> I'll do the numbers, the chapters. Um, so Helga, it was a bit short notice to get you onto this show, but um, we tweeted out and um, we've got a couple of questions that um, yeah. some fans of the software and yourself have um, yeah. contributed in. And, um, and the show. <laughs> oh, okay. they're, they're more fans of the show than they are of Helg's product for god's sake yeah, nobody's watching this right well Helg, Helg, Helg is just a filler for this show remember yeah okay yeah. okay first question comes from Dave Jones and he said what are the differences between the free and paid versions of WinFi and do you think it will be possible to see clients MCS rates displayed Good question. Um, so differences, oh, a lot of differences. I mean, number one is the well, free no. version costs nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's really limited. You see, um, you see is your network list, but uh, the data you you are actually able to activate is limited. But you see minimum and maximum MCS rates. Yes, you see this in the free version, and you see this. Um, so channel spectrum graph. So it's a channel distribution. That's it. That's the free version. And the full version, the new pro version has a lot of new features. I don't know if I have a list here and I could read now five minutes with all the new features. But there's a lot of nice stuff in it. And what's your what's your yeah. what's your top three favorite bits 
Oh, that's a good question. Ooh, let, let, let me check this. The money. Uh, <laughs> let me check this. No, no, there are a lot of good. Uh, so application prefetcher. This is awesome. If you have a good computer, it literally starts in milliseconds, like five milliseconds. And you see after this five milliseconds directly is the first scan result. Imagine this. Quality. Yeah. And what's the universal TCP dump feature? It's a remote feature we spoke about. Um, roaming monitor is nice. Background recording. Oh my God, a lot. Um, roaming monitor. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because I've, I've seen Mist talking about their sort of roaming monitor recently and it uh, how access points are on. How, how does it work in WinFi? Uh, well, so word monitor implies maybe that it's like a monitor mode, but it isn't. It just monitors your network connection, your Wi-Fi connection, how you are connected to. And your Wi-Fi adapter sends a lot of uh, events to the system when happens something, you know. There's a lot of information and it captures all this information and you can analyze it or read it later and do something, you know. I was just going to say, is that is that similar to the NetSH reports you can get out of Windows and sort of a... a more built-up version of that or different? I never used this report. I have no idea what it does. Oh, you'll have to try <laughs> I'm not a Wi-Fi engineer. I don't need this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But it does, fair. what it does, it, it monitors your connection on which BSS ID you are connected to, the MCS rates and all this stuff, usual stuff. Everything you can capture somehow from Windows will be captured. It's like a connection monitor. Yeah. That's okay. It. And does it does it give notifications like when you're and stuff like that? Or uh, yes. Oh yeah, that's oh. actually something I forget. You have um, an icon in the taskbar with this stuff, with this kind of stuff, where you can oh, enable okay. disable features and also like this typical Windows notifications. Yes. Other question we've got is from Ashley Mead, and he says, "Do you think we can get more features on WinFi, such as packet capture and spectrum analysis?" And do you think you will also intend to provide training on WinFi so we can get most out of the product? Okay, let's start with packet capture. It already has this feature, okay? And what was the second one? Uh, uh, spectrum training. Analyzer. Spectrum Analyzer. Uh, yes, but that's something for WinFi 2.5 or 3. So it's, it's on the roadmap yeah. at least. Yes, that's this hardware thing I talked to you earlier. Yeah. Oh. It's not finished. And um, training, I was thinking about this, and I know there's a lot of money to make because education is a big business, but I have to face the reality. I could never beat something, someone like Devin Aiken's Wi-Fi wireless adjuster class, so I don't even need to try something like this. I don't have the knowledge to do it. So only thing I could offer is, of course, how WinFi works, and this wouldn't be a long course, so I couldn't make any money out of it. So I probably ending up with just making a documentation or something like this. Can I can I license the rights to to the official training from you then? <laughs> Depends on the money you give me. I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> fine. I'll I'll write I'll write the courseware. I'll, he hasn't I'll, used I'll a Windows device in ten years. Don't, That's don't fine. I'll get one. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an M1 oh, Mac oh. now as well, so I, I can't even install it on a VM. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say I I am um, I've been using some of the um, Wi-Fi training 
courses for CWAP. Um, they've got some CWAP lab workbooks and some of their um, workbooks use WinFi as, as well as other tools, which is which is good. Um, but that's, to be honest with you, that's probably the most recent time I've used it using that course, but I, I, I did really enjoy it. But well, the application is so small. I think if you're creating a video about it, it's probably it's not, oh, well, maybe, let me think, maybe it could... I think I'm going to do this, yes, <laughs> but, <laughs> but not like on, think... not like how to, how to use it to fix your Wi-Fi problems. Just explaining the software itself, because everything else yeah. I I'm not qualified to. We've we've got an episode with Devin where we talk about uh, the wireless adjuster course, and I'm sure you know what software he uses. But I, I think some of the things that he does with the software in that course, Alan, you've been on it, so jump in if you want to say anything. Or I'm talking he rubbish, can't remember but anything. it's. It's it's not stuff that it's been sort of designed to do. It's it's when people get hold of tools and you learn how to use them and learn how to manipulate them and to get the results they want. That's what sort of creates the training content rather than the tool itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something I cannot I cannot offer, and I find it also a little bit strange to to take some money for explanation of the application. You know, if I do this. So I probably end up just doing some documentation or something. But if anyone likes to buy a license, <laughs> <laughs> good yeah, idea, by the way. Just just to throw it out there, though, that um, if people are using your product in order to gain um, from it, then you should always get a kickback, my friend. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but okay. how do you how, how do you, how do you okay. put like how do you put DRM on people people screenshotting <coughs> your your software? I don't think you can. No, I think if you're going to use it to kind of further and educate people to say, look, I can give you training, and and this is kind of. Um, I won. I won the course. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah, but all, all I'm saying is that if you take a product that's free and you use it to demonstrate to others how you can you know, further your career and how you can benefit from the course that I'm offering you that teaches you how to use it and utilize it, analyze it, that kind of thing. I'm saying that, you know, make sure that if it's your product that's being used as the the, the tool to demonstrate how easy it is to navigate and analyze and fix networks, so to speak, then I'm just saying, you know, make sure that you have an arrangement. It depends on what the training is, though, because I'm sure Windows don't get paid for that training course yeah, exactly, yeah. because it's it's oh, teaching you it's what licensed. Wi-Fi is and what Wi-Fi looks like rather if than how licensed. to use the tool. Echo sure will be licensed. Echo House license, and you can't um, technically you can't create an Echo House course, or you can't create a course no, based you, you upon can, the Echo House Survey you, Pro. Of course, you could. You can you can create a course which has of course, of course, a screenshot and says this bollocks. is what. Uh, you could. So you're telling me, Dan, that I could create a course you that tells you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to call it the Echo How course. Yeah, you exactly. absolutely. You absolutely could create a course I wouldn't and call use it Echo the Echo How course. course. I'd just call it a Echo How course. I mean, training <laughs> you on how to if it's training because the, the course I'm talking about it uses um <laughs> it uses their magnet and all sorts of tools on Windows. What I'm saying yeah, is, exactly. what I'm saying is, it, that, it's not teaching you how to use the tools. It's teaching you that it's advertising. No. Well, it isn't. I think as soon as you created a course that utilizes the Echo product, yeah, to do predictive modeling, to do surveying, all of its features and everything else, and you were selling it, making money from it, or even if you offered it for free, I'm sure Echo would turn around and go, hey, no, you can't do this. 
here's a decease and resist letter or whatever it is to stop that's you from. There. Oh, the, I think that's possible. What did you maybe? say? A decease and resist letter. <laughs> what is it? Decease, <laughs> decease and resist. What, it, what is it called? It's uh, I've had a few drinks. Clearly, what is it? Decease and decease. <laughs> Sneeze on your wrist. <laughs> what did I just say? How much uh, what have you had tonight? <laughs> Too much. What about what did I? Say? I said it's uh, resist and detest. That's what I said, right? <laughs> Just move on quickly. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so, I, like, but you you could you could have a. I, I think what what you're getting at, Alan. I I understand what you're getting at, but no, I don't think you. I don't think you. I don't think anyone could enforce not being able to use someone's software to ex, to explain a concept or to explain a. Unless okay. unless the license agreement explicitly says this cannot be yeah. used for training. I'm talking about using the product to explain not only a concept, but also using the product as a tool and its features and how to use the tool to get to, I guess, a, so, a, an output, a narrative, a conclusion on Wi-Fi analysis, Wi-Fi modeling, Wi-Fi design. Every Adobe Premiere course that there is, n- none of those just, are officially just YouTube videos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so that's a question then. I guess I'm not, I'm not saying everybody in. I'm not saying that say, people oh, wouldn't I, try. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and see what happens. I bet you I'll get my ass kicked straight away I'm if not... I started to put out a video series. Create well, a YouTube saying... video. No, I'm not saying that I will. I'm just saying if I did. You can be bothered. If I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that people wouldn't say, "Oh, you're not allowed to do that." What I'm saying is they wouldn't have a leg to stand on. I'm so glad you said that rather than that. The quality of my production would be rubbish, and I would never go there. I'd never go there, especially after the first ten minutes of this thing. I should, I should do a Zoom course. (laughs) (laughs) I I bet Zoom would never send me a detest and resist letter. (laughs) (laughs) Sneeze, sneeze on your wrist. No, Alan, you're pissed. (laughs) We've um... thing to do this to teach something while drunk. (laughs) No. We've, we've got a, okay. a voicemail from our only listener as well, I believe. No, 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 no. We've got, we have another listener. Remember? Ooh. Who? Do you know who that? Well, it was on a previous episode. We realised we actually had two listeners. Did we? you know who that was? Oh, it was the guy we spoke to the other week. Um, forgot his name now. Hey, Eddie. episode twenty-two. You doubled your listeners. Eddie, 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 Eddie Ferrio. Eddie, Ferrero. Eddie, Eddie Ferrio is his name. Eddie Ferrio. I think you're name. wrong. No, he's not. He butchered my name. He called me whatever he called me. Balake. You cocky <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. Eddie Ferrio. Eddie Ferrio, I'm going to call him from now on in. Ferrari. Uh, good. Right. Do you, yeah, to, do you want me to play Yemen's question? Yeah. It's it's 34, 34.5 seconds. Um, so. More sense we've ever spoken. Hey, Helge. I miss you on Twitter and want you back. But you should change your profile picture. You're another and more shy and humble guy compared to the picture you had on your last profile. <laughs> I'm sorry for not supporting you more when you were accused for stealing pro- program code a year ago. I hope my colleagues are more humble in the future and that you win your Wi-Fi awards category. You deserve it. Thank you and bye-bye. 
That was nice of him. Very kind. Um, yeah, but he mentioned something that I wasn't aware of. What the hell? Um, is that true? Well, the I guess the accusation against you that you stole Wi-Fi co- or you stole code. As in, were you oh. truly you accused of stealing code? I'm not saying did you steal it. I'm saying were you? Is that true that you were accused? No, no one accused me of stealing code. So what did German mean then? I'm I'm a little bit uh, I'm a little bit confused right now. There was something, but someone accused me to have stolen someone else's design language. That was was it about? I cannot go into someone's house and steal the code. How does this work? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I true. agree. But he's um he's just reiterated what we what we said before, and that um we hope that people can be nicer and um. We hope you get the recognition you deserve. Absolutely. I think that's what he was basically trying to say. What did he say about the profile picture? I didn't understand it. There's, oh, he, there's he a said, Max Headroom picture on Twitter. Yeah, but he said something. Now you have another picture because I don't have any account anymore. No, no, no I no, think no, he, he said you were handsome. I think he's like, jump to play it again. Said, yeah, go on. He, it up. Yeah. He said, he said you're a more humble guy. You're another and more shy and humble guy compared to the picture you had on your last profile. Uh, you're a more shy and humble guy compared to Max Headroom. Oh, that's, is this nice? Is this good? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, that's okay now. It's okay now. I got it. I got it. Play him again, Christian. Play him again. Play should him again. Turn, because should we turn it into a song? There's, there's a song. There's a song. Definitely there's a song. Play it again. Hey, hello again. I miss you on Twitter and want you back. Want you back. I want you back. 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 Well, what's his name? Who is this? It's Yemond. Yemond. He's the Rookie of the Year award winner. That should be the winner, really. He knows more about 11ex than the creators Do, of 11ex. Alan, no. <laughs> has he, he been? In, has has he, he been in Prague? Yes, he, yes. he spoke yes. at Prague last last year. Last year he was in Prague. He's he made the airtime calculator. Oh. I bet you, I bet you're gonna say Helgi, you can't remember meeting me. <laughs> no, I, honestly, I can't. Because <laughs> you know, no, I was. I got. No, I, I, I got told you something. Helg. I Helge, not Helg, not Hulk. Oh, sorry, Helge. <laughs> Helge. I, I was totally remote controlled on the WLPC. I didn't rem- I don't remember a lot to be honest. <laughs> that was that was something I wanted to ask you about. You were building a survey drone. Oh, yeah, that's true. I actually I built it. It's finished. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Does it work? Uh, it's absolutely awesome. But I can't ah. show it. <laughs> so no, I, I can. I can show it to you. I can show it to your private, and you will be absolutely amazed because this is absolutely mind blowing. Forgot Winfire. This is survey <laughs> drone. Actually, it's much more. Wow! It started. This, as, it started as a is... as a hobby project, but now it's does so much more, and it it, it was incredible. a catalysator for for. Where can I buy one from? Where can I buy it from you? Sell it to me now, baby. <laughs> you have to use windows for it oh. <laughs> i'll sacrifice my macbook for this trust me a survey drone would be the bollocks can we just sort off the listeners cancel this recording and can we go and see Helga's drone now yeah just give me a second let me find a sound effect of a drone 
Dan, wrap wrap up the show because we're going to do kind of like right, everyone. Thanks for coming. Survey drone. We're, <laughs> we're, we're going to do some after hours drone play. <laughs> now. Yeah. Cheers, Helg. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, get your drone out. Thank you, guys. Helga. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's get ready for the drone. Let's okay. Go. No. No. In all in all seriousness. In all seriousness. Um, thanks for coming on, Helga. It's been awesome to get to just know more about your your software. Um, I would like if I was being nice, I'd say, oh, it makes me want to. It makes me want to get a Windows machine and try it out. But I don't. I don't. I don't want to get a Windows machine. I hate Windows. Mm-hmm.